you're welcome to come up here. Okay, so we're going to go down this list and you may share input. I wish we could go around and let everyone of you tell me what you do, but uh, we don't have time. Okay, uh, your definition says the accompanist teacher, this person assisted in rehearsal by playing the piano or keyboard, if used as well as assisted in any uh, other activity that uses instruments. Uh, he should manage the CD in this day and time. How many of you have pianos or keyboards in your choir room? With several. I, uh, I found that I didn't. And uh, so then everything has to be done with instruments or with the CD. But with preschool, don't be afraid to use your voice. They need to hear your voice. They don't need to always hear that machine. And so, but you designate someone as the accompanist and whatever instrument you have, uh, they will op operate that. And, uh, you know, have you, it's kind of hit me, have you ever know what an is? <laughs> wow. And this is one of those things that sadly has fallen out of use. But uh, let me see, um, I'm looking for my D minor that had jumped out while I was turning the other way. the buttons and let them alright and your answer is tell me that God loves me Wonderful thing. Okay, um, now the term, uh, where are we on our dictionary? 
The term CD, uh, well, I've already told you, it comes in your kits with the voices and without voices. And uh, let's look at some of the other teachers. Uh, an assistant teacher, now this is your right arm. This is a person who you've worked with a lot, they can kind of think alike. When you need something, she's got it there for you. And she's a person that if you have to be out, can fill in for you. Okay, the next person is a director. Okay, it's your job to plan large group. Now, the beautiful thing about the curriculum, if you have a curriculum, is there are session plans that tell you exactly what you're going to do. It tells you what you need, the songs you're going to sing, uh, the resources, if there's any audio, uh, and then it goes step by step by step. Now, some choirs have 45 minutes, some have an hour, some have 30. So you have to adapt, and you may say, I don't have that much time, I'm going to leave this song out. Or you may say, that crap takes too long, I'm going to just fix it and have it ready for them. But uh, the director is the one that's responsible for that and for helping the workers to know what they're doing. Okay, sectors, uh, one more thing about um, uh, receiving your materials and as director or anybody. Sometimes it causes you to make something. Sometimes you want to do some homemade things. You know, David, when the, somebody wanted to give him the land to build the temple, he said, no, I won't take it. I won't do for God something that costs me nothing. And I kind of look at that. I, of course, when you come to a conference and give your time and your money to be here, I know that you're here because you're willing to do those things. Uh, but going on, secular teacher. Now, this is the person that says, well, I would help you inquire, but I don't know anything about music. <laughs> and so you very quickly say, oh, that you could keep the role, could you? Well, yeah, I guess I could do that. And so, well, now the children are going to come, and the choir's going to last, you know, 45 minutes, so you really don't need to check roll first thing. So why don't you help with this little activity over here? Why don't you read this hymn story? And uh, then when we go to large group, then you can go check the role. And really and truly, some of my best choir workers have been those kind of people because they think, oh, I don't know how to do it. And yet they get into it and get excited about it. And uh, so just keep that in your uh, repertoire of answers. Okay, and now let's talk about activities. Let me just show you quickly uh, two activities. Uh, one is making instruments, one is making drums and bells. Now it's going to suggest that you just do an oatmeal box and you can tap on that or always use hands, less dangerous than sticks. <laughs> but, um, and people that make construction paper are very thoughtful about the way they make it. It just fits on here. We glue it on. And uh, you can decorate as much as you want to. Now, other drums, um, this, this can, so uh, that's a coffee can, obviously. Now, I have not uncovered it, but there's some more drums on there. There's a book back there on making it. There are so many drums. I mean, look here. 
at all these instruments. Uh, the bucket is the drum. Turn this over. If you're going to do that, uh, Gloria Dios, and you want a Peruvian drum, the Peruvian drum uh, kind of fits between, they sit around it, fits between their legs, and they bang on top like a box. Turn this bucket upside down, you got a great drum there. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about bells. Now, uh, this is the easiest one, and I think it's the, not, it just plays well for a preschooler. All I did was just uh, double uh, chenille stem through that bell and twist. Uh, you have, of course, the one that's suggested, and the directions are in your material, or the wrist bell. Uh, here's one from last year. Inside there. Here is your little handbell, just a child's sock. And uh, it's not even sewed on. You can run a plastic tie through there. And so, that's good. Now, uh, let me show you how that's going to be used. I have to change CDs. But in, this is an activity where they're making either drums or to a small group, you make your instrument, you learn to play that little pattern, and then whatever small group does that that day goes to large group and accompanies as they sing. So they get to play what they've done and then take it home. Uh, and it's written in your plans to do that. You don't have to scope it out. Uh, so, and I also wanted to point out this. If you have uh, printers that will print 11 by, four, uh, 11 by 17, you can enlarge these things. I work out of my house. <laughs> my printer doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, but most churches, I think, now do. And so some of the things you may want to enlarge. The way I got this figure, this is the way that it comes. And so my at-home version, I just folded that paper in half. I enlarged it 133%. That's what it would take. And uh, I photoed both halves and then stuck them together because I thought this was one that the children really needed to see better. And so you just use your own discretion on that. Okay. Ma'am, uh, Ma I have a question real, real quickly. Uh -huh. um, small group activities, 
Uh, do you rotate small groups yes. so that then the next week another group does the same activity? The neat thing about that is, see, you give it to worker A, and she does it with this group one week. And like your name tags are different colors. You can color code. She does it with this group one week, and she does it with the next group one week, and then the next. And by the fourth week, she's really good at it. <laughs> and also... You stick it in these plastic sleeves. Now, you can't put drums in there, but you can, any things that you need, you can put in that plastic sleeve. And um, if, I, if I can't get in that sleeve, I will highlight over here materials needed to remind me not to go to choir without that. Okay, uh, you have in your chairs streamers, so would you get your streamer? And while you're, and you have all kinds of streamers. I gave you a nice variety. This is a plastic tablecloth. Well, actually, it's three plastic tablecloths. But this is the nicest flowing thing. And uh, to make them, we've got all kinds. Now, uh, probably one of the easiest things is to pull it through a hair tie. And... Bring that through there, and did I do it wrong? <laughs> I did. Okay. And uh, then it will just fit over your finger, and some of them are made that way. You can, if you've got an embroidery hook, you could uh, just tie it, or you could tie it on that, but for something this big, you could just simply tie it. And we have some that are run through, um, let's see, okay, a jar ring, yours is different. Oh, look at hers. Now, I would hurry to choir so I can put that Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, she's got, she's got close Okay, one of those things. Uh, oh, now, I might run for that one. Uh, let's see, what have we got different? Oh, she's got two. All right, well, uh, let's... Uh, one of the hymns is Praise God from whom our blessings flow. And so, um, let me see if I can find it real quickly because I didn't write that number down. Uh, number 15. I want you, when you, and you may have to stand up, to every time you hear the word praise, we're going to go in one direction. When uh, you hear the word praise again, go in the other direction. You can stream sitting down or standing up, which feels really good. The children would stand up.
you might use a different choir string. But sometimes uh, they do make very simple things to take home. But not every week. Not, not every week. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, all these things are written in lesson plans, but they're things that if you don't have that, you can adapt it and do it. Uh, but that's one of the hymns. And then, uh, now, I talked about color coding. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the early arriver activity. Again, these are written into your curriculum, both in Growing in Grace, both in the uh, Lifeway. But you've got to have something for that first child. How many of you, uh, the children, come to you from another activity so they all arrive at the same time? Okay, how many of you come when the parents decide to get there? <laughs> okay, got okay. it. All right. Well, first thing is you have you have a starting time. Let's just say choir starts at 6 p.m. All right. Uh, choir workers may be there at 5, 5.15. Uh, somebody may come around. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just, you're not babysitting. And so it's all right to put a sign on your door that says, uh, the teachers are preparing. We will accept your children at 5.45, you know, and close the door so that you do have time to prepare. And But for that first child that comes, you've got to have them busy. And uh, all this mess that I have on the floor here, uh, these are foam, print foam, uh, foam stuff. And uh, I will have a big wide circle, um, one for every child in the class. We call them our pseudopoems because we don't have chairs in our room, uh, which if your children are there just 30 or 45 minutes, they're okay on the floor for that long. If it's an hour, that's kind of a long time, so you may need some children's chairs in there, but don't put them in adult chairs where they can't do anything. And, uh, but anyway, I will put a circle of fun foam around and an instrument on that. And uh, I, there may be a song that I think is kind of hard that I want them to learn. And uh, let me see, I don't know which one it would be. Uh, kind of guess. All right, let's just say, oh no, I would not use words. I would use the accompaniment track only. So now, let's see what this is. Okay, it's going to be a Christmas song, but I'll just leave it on. So the child comes in and wants to play the sticks. And here comes child number two. And child number two wants to play these. Child number three gets here. Alright, cars. You can have real rhythm instruments. Now, if you want them, there's some uh, there's one song in the material this time that's very long. And so I would have the accompaniment track playing. Uh, and every few measures I'll pause. When I pause, this you put your sticks down, you move to the next position and then the music starts and you play. When it pauses, you put them down, you move to the next position, which lets me know that eventually I'm going to get to this one. Uh, and yes, anything there, any kind of instrument. 
But uh, that's a good early arriver because there's enough there that every child that comes can just join in and they're hearing the music that you want them to learn. And um, they're having fun playing instruments, they're working on the steady beat, you're playing with them because your other workers are at the door greeting. And um, so that's a sample. But again, your early arrival activities are written in your curriculum. Now, uh, sometimes they're kid pages and it will say, draw a line from here to here. Well, how long does that take? <laughs> so, and I haven't opened this yet, but I will because I want to show you. But before I open this, this is the most profound truth statement. The head does not hear anything until the heart has listened. And what the heart knows today, the head will understand tomorrow. And so, with preschoolers, that's so true. But let me show you just an example here. All right, this, this kid page, I've, I've enlarged it. This kid page uh, is a maze, and they're going to find their way to the orchestra. Okay, uh, maze may be a little bit hard for the preschooler, so I put this down on the floor, and I say, let's trace to the center uh, and put a dot where you want to sit. And then the next child, you trace to the center and put a dot where you want to sit. And we do that over and over and over so that then when I say, okay, now take your pencil and trace to the center. So we've stretched it and we've given them over and over yet with a purpose. Anything that uh, is a deciding thing, again, put it on the floor, let them close their eyes, place the uh, some kind of ring around it, and then is that high or low, up or down? And we do that over and over so that when it says draw an arrow that goes up, uh, or we could do this. Uh, don't say that, but point up or down. And for some of them are both ways, but that's fine because then you could say if it goes up and down both, we could do this. But we do that and then finally give them the pencil. Here, you remember our one, two, and four big notes. I enlarged it and made houses for each of those. And then I cut out a lot of notes. So we've got the houses on the floor. We take a note, which house does it live in? So that when they actually put the pencil to it, they know how to do it. So anything in your kids' pages that you can get extra mileage, uh, that way do so. But that's your early arrival, and I'll fix that later better, maybe. Okay, but the first thing, just don't let that, the most, the awful thing is for a parent to come to the choir room and no workers be there. That is saying we really don't care. Uh, so be sure, and you know, in some churches I have asked a grandmother that doesn't do anything else but love children, to be that greeter, to be there when that first child comes. And uh, then she can go on and eat supper or whatever else is going on. But just consider all those things. Okay, uh, then we have uh, the session plan. And I showed you the session plan. Song plans and teaching steps. Uh, 
again, as you've seen in other things. Okay, uh, there's activity, um, and your song plans do just like everything lists what you need. Uh, it shows a picture of the visuals that you're going to use, and that's nice. You don't have to go just by title. It shows you the picture, everything you're going to use. Okay, now, uh, if you decide that you can't do the whole thing, then decide that ahead of time, if possible. Uh, uh, then if you need to stretch it, uh, you'll have some extra things that we'll see in another session. I listed on here uh, Ziploc bags and plastic sleeves. You see the use of plastic sleeves. Ziploc bags, you know, technology is good, but practical, homemade. <laughs> Things that were made for the kitchen and the workshop are very useful in children's choirs. So you put everything as, as you can in, in those things and have that available. I have on here burnout, and that's what you get when you don't plan. <laughs> you know, I, I said I'd worked with children's choirs 50 years. Do you know that right now <clears throat> I work with Houston Children's Chorus, and uh, I still make written lesson plans. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> You'd think that I could wing it by now. <laughs> and I could. But I eventually would get tired of it, and the children would too. And um, when I, we lived in the Dallas area for several years, and uh, when we moved there, my minister of music said, uh, turn in your written lesson plans. And I thought, what is that? I'm just a volunteer. What do you mean? But I was obedient, and so I did. And to this day, I thank him for that because it got me started. If I went through all my junk at home, I probably could still find that uh, spiral-bound book of third-grade lesson plans. But when I get home from a HCC rehearsal, I generally will sit down that night and uh, I, I use written lesson plans so I can make notes on them. If I said I will do this next week or I didn't get to do this, I've got that in front of me, and I will plan for the next week. And uh, that's, that, Murphy's Law is really good for me, and if I waited until that last day, invariably that's what would happen. And so, uh, and, and with at preschool, I may even put in big bold letters the sequence of things that I'm going to do, even though I have it written down, but I've pretty much got grasp of it. And I will put a poster on the back wall that I can see and just kind of keep me on track. Because anytime you do this, <laughs> you, you can run the risk of losing them. So just plan. Just think, uh, you know, if, you're, if you've been winging it, just think, okay, for one month I'm going to try this and see how much difference it makes. And uh, we're, we're so blessed to have curriculum, and the Radical Ride is, is with session plans, too. And, um, but this, it tells us what to do. And um, we could learn songs by just putting a CD on and singing, but we would miss all the musical elements that we teach. And so uh, it's there for us, and we're blessed to have it. Okay, um, is there anything in your dictionary? That, um, I somehow must have missed the introduction. I really don't know what I just saw that out there. I'm right. Like, well, is it a three-year curriculum or? Oh uh, no, it's uh, four and fives, 
and it has adaptations for this. In the first session, we went over it very thoroughly. Uh -huh. And uh, but this is you buy this, uh -huh. and inside you have the CD that has all the songs accompanied and not accompanied. Uh -huh. And then you put this in your computer. And run off all the lesson plans. And you run off your lesson plans. You run off all of these teaching aids. Just everything on this table is in here. Uh, and that's for a fall, a half a year? Semester. It's semester, a semester. Yeah. And then there will be semester two. And uh, let me tell you too, uh, if you're in, Growing in Grace has a Facebook page. And uh, if you'll get on that Facebook page, that is the most instant communication. Somebody will Facebook and say, page three of session two was missing. Could you send oh, it to cool. me? And I mean, there it is. Or somebody will say, we sang this in our choir last night, and we decided to hop instead of swim, <laughs> and whatever. And uh, so that makes you think, well, maybe I'll try that too. Or they'll send pictures. Uh, and so it, the communication That's is great. amazing. Uh, you need to, uh, to make contact. Celebrating Grace is the name of the hymnal, and that's the name of the company. The Growing in Grace is the children's music. So I, I, I Googled it and gotten on it both ways. I think they generally say go to Celebrating Grace and look under children's music, and they'll get you to Growing in Grace. And then um, you see everything. Okay. Uh, Foresters build it. Right? Yeah, it's something yeah, it's got to have something else in it. Yeah, it's celebrating. Yeah, I have to have it. I have to and gotten there so easy, and then I'll try it the next time. Yes. You know, you started with year one, of course, last year. You had year two. Is the plan to ever loop back and start over, or are you just going to keep going to well, year 465? That, that, it is, as Terry Taylor, the one kind in charge, tells you, it's like they decided to build a house and draw the blueprints and go to the supply store and do all this at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so it is still a work in progress. I honestly am amazed at the hours that they have put into it. But they are committed to it. They're committed to children's music and uh, the aspect of worship, not just fun stuff, but everything pointing toward. And when we just hit high spots, I'm not sure that always comes through, but it definitely is. Uh, it is not sequential, like if you have done year two, you should have done year one. No. Right. Every year has a different theme. Last year was following Jesus and a lot of footsteps and then shoes and things like that. This year, I think next year is something about light. But you can get it. And you can go back if you want to get year one. You could go back and get it. <coughs> And also, what they've started, I think, this year is <coughs> if you order both semesters at the same time, you get a huge discount. Yeah. Uh, the deadline's over, though. The deadline's <laughs> over, I think it was earlier in July. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, well, of course. I don't I, I <laughs> know. Anybody know, 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 know the price out there on just. I was going to say 120 or something, but the uh, the early price, and you'll learn about this on Facebook, and they also have a uh, greenhouse or something magazine that comes out once a month that on the computer. 
And uh, if they have your email address, uh, then and if we if anybody doesn't have that and wants to do that, we can leave the list in here. But uh, you'll get all you'll get all this information, and they'll tell you when you can get things early. And the early price is ninety nine, and so if you bought both semesters, you'd save quite a bit. But I also uh, mentioned that the the recommendation to honor copyright is one set for every choir. Right. Not one set for five choirs. Yeah. What you're going to do to take five and, times. Yeah. And some of this, you know, you can share between. And, um, uh, and, but if you lose a page or something, you've got it in your computer. You yeah, right. Drop it down again. Yeah. And that is downloadable, too. You no. Buy, no. Yes, you can buy it as a, as a PDF or as a CD. Right. Either way. Uh, uh, or you can well, I start saying I did last year. I, I just downloaded the whole thing from the internet and paid it that way. But yeah. instead of getting a hard copy. Yeah. No, you cannot order it on the choice of buying it. No, no, no. Oh. But uh, you, you buy it online and then download it rather than right. lose the CD. And I just yeah. say, if I can do it, anybody can. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I had to download it because, uh, you know, choir was coming up in two weeks, and I didn't have that. So Yeah, and the first, the first year I did it, I thought, ooh, you know, lots of paper, lots of ink, lots of time. But uh, the second year, it was much easier. And they also, they make some changes to make it easier for you. You can tell it if you want to print front and back. You can tell it if you want to print the big size. Uh, you can tell it to do a lot of things. And uh, you, for example, if you wanted to print just one song and everything that goes with that one song, you could do that. You would get your visuals and your kids' pages for that one song. And uh, so it's, it's very user-friendly as to uh, pulling whatever you want to. And it's also an opportunity to get a new choir worker. You can say to somebody, I know you're a computer guru and I'm a... I'm just a child. <laughs> so, you know, would you download this for me? Would this, could this be your contribution to choir? And that would be a wonderful contribution. Mm -hmm. So, I know coordinators that download it for you and coordinators that will put it in your hands. Okay. Um, any other questions? Any other thoughts uh, with your dictionary? I, I was going to go through everything and I'm not sure I did. Uh, the, uh, and I thought I had put this in your handouts, and I guess I didn't. <clears throat> it says, uh, here I sit, books, music, instruments all around me. I'm trying to make sense of it all. Where are the violins? I hear only step bells. And the steady beat, steady beat, steady beat, rhythm six, rhythm six, rhythm. Lord, please forgive the mistakes and blunders of my youth and inexperience. Unit planning? I was lucky to get through one week in one piece. But somehow you made a rainbow for my tears of frustration and taught me about children and learning because you are a gentle teacher. All day long, I trust in you. Help me remember that they can't all match pitch now and that you have to hear my imperfect melodies too. Remember, O oh Lord, when the last piece of poster board is gone and the record player needs a new needle, we don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> tune me, Lord, while you tune the Zodahar. 
and help me to sing to you in my heart as well as with my voice. Thank you for the steadiness of your love and the highs and lows of life because you are constant in both. And help me remember that if I teach it, it is because I was taught and that I'm teaching your children to praise you. I'm very sorry that that's not in your... I've printed it off, and I guess it's somewhere at my house. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> now. Uh, oops. I want you to look at this uh, activity. This is a busy bell activity. <clears throat> now, this is one that probably would um, benefit if the teacher knew something about music. And I was going to put this down there, but I know you can't all see the floor. There are six spots down there. And so the C and a mallet is on one spot. The E and a mallet is on one spot. And the G is going to be up here. And then I've got a D and a D there. So I've got a C, E, G, B, and D. So to give you the feel of this, I want you all to be C's. And I want you all to be E's. And y'all are going to be G's. You're going to be very busy. <laughs> and y'all are going to be B's. And you're going to be D's. Okay, now, if you're, you're sitting down here, one of you uh, at each position. <clears throat> so the first thing we do, of course, we've got mallets, and we're going to play those bells, but the first thing we're going to do is just drop our hand like this. Would you do this like this? So tap it on the string. And then, why don't you pretend your hand is a bell, and you drop it on that. And then when you're together with that, then you stop. And they pick up their mallets. And now then, they're going to drop it on the bell. So we're all playing at the same time. Okay. Now, the person at the C and the E and the G. Could I? Let me give. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. 
What are the other children doing while you're in that small group? Well, this is, this, thank you for asking. This is a small group activity. Uh -huh. So they're, they're busy uh, making instruments or whatever is on that list today. Uh, they, but every child gets to play the busy bell. But this is activity uh, B, and you've also got activity A and D and C going on. Now, what if you just have 10 children? And you say, well, I could have four small groups. <clears throat> so I would have two small groups, and I would do activity A and B two weeks, and then activity C and D two weeks. Uh, what if you had 35 kids? I would form a new choir. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of preschoolers. But you base uh, the number of uh, children in the group. Uh, six is about the most that you can work. It's, it's, they, it's because they all get to do that, that it's important to do your small group teaching. And, and uh, so if you have uh, a lot of children, uh, if you have four teachers, you can do four groups, but you couldn't do five because you didn't have that fifth teacher. So if you had four children, I mean four teachers and six children in a group, that's 24. So if it goes beyond that, that's when you need to think about, um, you know, can, can we divide or, uh, and you just, you're always on the lookout for workers. Yes. It's been a long time since I've done this, but you, you spend like maybe, what, 10 minutes mm -hmm. or something, and you've got your four groups going on at the same time, mm -hmm. and then you do something else. Or do you do, you know, do you do two times? Do you do like one? I don't know. Yeah, with an hour, yeah. I always do two large groups. You come in, you do your early arriver, you do your large group, you do your small groups. But just, but just one, you do all four of them at one time oh. for 10 minutes, right? Um, either one. 10, 10 15. 10, 15. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, but you have, you have a small group, just, you know, they just do a one group. Yes, they're yeah. going simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They don't rotate to a different. Yeah, you don't do four groups. The rotation is week to week. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I may not. I'm just saying you only spend like, you know, 10, 15 minutes a week. And um, you have a um, small group, right? And, and then each kid over four weeks gets to do each one. And also, uh, occasionally they will say all activity groups do the same activity. Yeah. It may be something. But uh, and then if you do have to divide, you know, you may pull, because we'll talk about some extra things in other sessions that are just pulled out of the pocket ways to, and so you may have to add something, but really when it gets more than that number of children, you start looking at trying to form another group. And um, any other questions or comments on that? All right, then what I want to do is turn, <clears throat> turn you through the other activities in this book. And uh, uh, we're going to do the songs at another group. But you've got your session pages. Now, another thing that I like <clears throat> is at the beginning of each section, it will show you all of your visuals. And so you can uh, see what all you're going to need. And with your activity plan, 
comes the teaching steps. Like I said, it'll print everything that goes in that together. All right, this is the singing families. Now, this is a different kind of activity, so let's do this. It's just a story, <clears throat> and uh, this is a small group, but it could be done as a large group activity. You have a song in here called, Hello, Caden, how do you do? children and you can't sing it 35 times, then <clears throat> you don't use the CD. You just use your voice. You say, hello Jane, hello John, hello no name. <laughs> Emily, I should know. And you can group four or five. It's fun to be with you. Now it's music time. We're fiddly fun. But two words in there are so much fun to say. Fiddly fine. Let's say that. Fiddly fine. And how about doodly doo? Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story about two families. One family is the doodly doo family. Doodly doo family. Now, we can make this group the doodly doo family. So anytime you hear that, you're going to sing doodly doo family. Doodly doo family. our story. It's very dramatic. You'll love it. Okay. Oh, and we also, uh, since we're doing the uh, large group, we're not going to use instruments. We're just going to use ourselves. And so if you hear something that needs to be knocked, you can tap the chair. And if you hear something go up, or if you hear something go down. Okay. <coughs> All right. <clears throat> Once upon a time, the fiddly fine family. Fiddly fine family. Again. Fiddly fine family. <coughs> I can't hear you. Fiddly fine family. All right. Well, they went to the, there was another family that lived at the top of the hill, and there was, their name was the doodly doo family.
No one came to the door, but they finally came and the fiddly fine family. <laughs> said, hello, we are your neighbors and we have come to welcome you. So the doodly doos, you may have to help the, uh, the doodly doos and the fiddly fines on occasion. We didn't hear you knocking at first because we were out back watching our children play. So the fiddly fine, fiddly fine family went out in the yard to play with the Time they drank some lemonade when it was time to go home. Please come again, said the doodly doos. Will said the fiddly fines. And you come and visit us too. So going down the hill, you know, I just realized they're the only ones that get to walk. Okay, you're at the top of the hill. You're gonna go down. One, two, three, four, five. And you're getting closer to the bottom. So you can go a little bit faster. One, two, three, four, five. And you're almost there. And one, two, three, four, five. Okay. And then I don't know where the rest of the story is. Okay. Uh, now then, at last they walked into their house and they shut the door very quietly because the youngest child had gone to sleep on the daddy's shoulder. So the fiddly finds. Say good night to each other, and at the top of the hill, the doodly doos doodly -doo said good night. The end.